Today, the Department of Justice releases a heavily redacted version, as expected, of the Mar-a-Lago search affidavit. Mayor Bowser bans unvaccinated students from receiving any type of education and libs of TikTok uncovers yet another hospital that is after your children. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Friday. I am Sarah Gonzalez and we got a full table today. It's going to be a good one. We've got uh, in studio for you, Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and founder of Ripiverse Comics, which is still killing it. Great job. Thank you. Uh, and we've also got reporter from the Daily Caller, Jorge Ventura, uh, or if you're white, George. <laughs> But that's not his name. It's Jorge. Big Moody Latino. Yeah, Big Moody yeah, Latino. Yeah, yeah. Jorge Ventura in studio. And, of course, the reference made because we are sitting here next to Alex Stein, Blaze TV contributor and host of Conspiracy Castle. And I like to call him the uh, El Salvadorian saint because of his border work. So he's the saint of El Salvador. So thank you very much, Jorge, Thanks, for all your hard work. And, uh, but... Can I just, for a second, speaking of Jorge's hard work, I do want you to tell, to remind everyone about the uh, latest documentary if they haven't already seen it. Yeah, guys, check it out. The new documentary is called Narcofornia. It goes into the cartels and illegal marijuana up in up in Northern California right now that is just terrorizing, um, you know, working class citizens, ranchers, farmers. So it's a fascinating story for those who don't know, and it's an important story because uh, this was all done under Gavin Newsom, and as we guys know, Gavin Newsom is setting his sights on that White House in 2024. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting story. So check it out, guys. Narcofornia.com. Is, yeah. there, is there any nudity in it? <laughs> not not even, that, he's not no. even dignifying yeah, I don't question watch, with an I, I, don't, I only watch movies with nudity in it. So, oh, my so, bad. Yeah. Sorry. So I can't see it. Yes, you, can, you can check out my OnlyFans. Though. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cheers. Patreon. Oh, boy, we're devolving quickly on Friday. <laughs> it's um, Friday. Let's um, go. So um, this morning, the Department of Justice released the redacted version of the Mar-a-Lago search affidavit. Obviously, it is so heavily redacted. <laughs> this is laugh laughable. I mean, it's comical at this point. It's so heavily redacted. You can't, like, there's nothing that you can find out from this. There's no pertinent information. Uh, it states that the government is conducting a criminal investigation into improper removal and storage of classified information in unauthorized spaces, as well as the unlawful concealment or removal of government records. Uh, it also said that the FBI believed that there was probable cause, uh, the FBI believed there was probable cause there would be, quote, evidence of obstruction at Mar-a-Lago when it searched the premises, uh, along with additional documents that Trump and his legal team did not initially turn over to the DOJ. And look, um, the DOJ also released a separate court filing that said that the they justified the reasons for its redactions um, by saying things like they didn't want to expose a, quote, significant number of civilian witnesses, end quote, and their identities or give parties information that could be used to obstruct the investigation. It's, it's the perfect crime, right? It's the perfect crime. You do this to a former president who has already declassified things, which he has the ability to do. Please tell all of your leftist friends who don't have brains in their heads, the president is the one that can just choose to declassify whatever the hell he wants to, and then it's declassified. Uh, but uh, to, to then be able to say, oh, 
we want to be really transparent with you, but we can't show you that because it, it's top secret and it could uh, threaten national security. So you're just going to have to take our word for it and trust us. We do have a great track record. It's not like we would use our own agency for some sort of political weaponization. We would never do that. Mm-hmm. All right. So trust us. We're here to help, just like the IRS. Um, I want to mm-hmm. I want to get your thoughts on this, gentlemen, but I also want to share with you. Donald Trump, of course, responded uh, to this, all of this uh, releasing of the heavily redacted uh, affidavit. He says on his platform, Truth Social, affidavit heavily redacted, nothing mentioned on nuclear, a total public relations subterfuge by the FBI and DOJ or our close working relationship regarding document turnover. We gave them too much. (laughs) Judge Bruce Reinhardt should never have allowed the break-in of my home. He recused himself two months ago from one of my cases based on his animosity and hatred of your favorite president, me. What changed? Why hasn't he recused himself on this case? Obama must be very proud of him right now. And then followed that up 15 minutes later with a note that just said, witch hunt. (laughs) Although I'm, I'm not sure I can say he's wrong. Yeah, we talked about this, was it Monday? That out, man, these days yeah. are running in together. These, uh, yeah, I these guess that crunch. tends to happen when you raise, like, over $3 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I got, maybe that has something Must to do with it. Must be nice, Eric. <laughs> when you're busy. My days run together because I have two children who don't sleep. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just walked right into it. I know, I did, I did. I, I'll take it, I'll take it, I can take it. No, but seriously, when we discussed it, you know, we talked about how, you know, the weaponization of the FBI, that's to be um, expected, and they use this as a CYA, but it doesn't really cover anything because there's nothing revealed anything, so you, it's, it's basically useless. But I think the American people that still believe that, I don't know, the agencies, be it the FBI, CIA, talk about the IRS, there's plenty of federal agencies that aren't used to be, I don't know, political agencies per se and used to punish their political enemies, I guess more accurately putting, it's just complete nonsense. And that's how they are able to, I mean, it's kind of scary that they're able to get a former president, but they do this sort of railroading uh, on, on people all the time mm-hmm. that are certainly far smaller than him. And it was like, hey, you got to trust us. We found something and then we're going to criminalize you um, uh, because of it. So. I think it's an institutional issue, but good luck trying to convince American, the American people that those need to be either dissolved or something else, because oftentimes it's we need to play a little bit of musical chairs to get the right folks and then it can be used for good. And I think something like the FBI is as rotten as it is. And I know we can talk about even what was revealed with Mark Zuckerberg and, uh, and Facebook and how they that to me is probably more important than the yeah. infiltration which, of, of which, the Mar-a-Lago, which we do have. Yeah, um, let's look so at it. yeah, let's let's watch that. How do you guys handle things when they're uh, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York yeah, we Post, too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well. So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some, some folks on our team, and was like, hey, it's kind um, of a wax figure. just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of – um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. A lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a hyper political issue. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much. But right. but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as as Twitter.
Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, but but like I said, the, the look, the FBI, the DOJ, these government agencies are here to protect and serve you, and they would never use their agency, their own organization, to uh, you know go after their political opponents. That was, that's that's next thing you're going to tell me that the deep state actually exists, Jorge. And I yeah. know that's that's a crazy conspiracy theory. The, well, uh, you know, we're slowly turning it into. I mean, if we're not already there, you know, Venezuela. This is what Maduro was doing to his political opponents, like a Juan Guaido is using the kind of the FBI of the Venezuela to attack him. Um, so we're already there. The FBI. I, I mean, to me, I've never trusted ever since my guy Malcolm X, and I think it's great <laughs> that they've that. Uh, continued to, to expose themselves. Mm -hmm. And even, it's been shocked, but even like the Washington Post has come out and said, hey, uh, we don't really see this even making sense. And if anything, you guys basically just won Trump the, the presidency for, for 2024. I mean, that's just the way I view it. But we're, we're basically Venezuela. We're not right there. You're, well, you are the conspiracy theorist. Yeah, so and I, I'm, but you guys are the conspiracy theorists today because, listen, I think uh, Facebook didn't do a good enough job censoring it. If Hunter Biden ever did anything illegal, he would already be in jail. It's pretty obvious. So obviously Hunter Biden has never committed a crime. He's never done illegal business dealings with Burisma or any Ukrainian companies. never done anything illegal with China. That's all fake news. So I'm actually mad at Twitter and I'm mad at Mark Zuckerberg for not censoring these fake stories. Those are, those are fake crack pipes, right? Yeah, those are fake crack pipes. That's a prop crack pipes. That's a CGI. So <laughs> and the Asian that, hookers, that's fake, that's fake, right? The hookers are real, but that's okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> in a state where that's legal, so let's not arrest him for that. Hunter Biden's an American hero. Thank you, Hunter, for all your hard work. So in that, that Mark Zuckerberg clip, which, you know, those of you who are just listening to audio um, and couldn't tell the voice, he was, of course, speaking to Joe Rogan on Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast. Um, he did go on to say that Facebook was wrong to censor the story since no fact checkers could actually prove that the story was false. But it really fascinated me that he, like, I listened to that and I was like, why did he just admit this? It, it felt, it felt, um, it felt like he, I don't know, it felt messy. I guess that's, to a, me. that's what happens when you get in there and you kind of get loose and you get to probably yeah. saying too much. I'm willing to bet he got a whole lot of messages after that saying, like, hey, man, you probably yeah. should have yeah, said from his FBI agent. Yeah, probably from his FBI agent. His assigned FBI agent probably like, hey, man, you weren't supposed to say that. But even the way that he words it, it's almost as if the FBI, I mean, if they said it in the way that he said it, was more like, Co it was coercion, if anything. Yeah. It was like, you probably, I, right. I don't know, you know, you might want to be looking out for this type of type of stuff. You like, don't want to be responsible yeah. for the threatening democracy. Exactly. So, it, it, and look, I know the American leftists like to approach fascism. They basically guy that has an R next to his name doing things that I don't like. Mm -hmm. But fascism, historically speaking, as if you actually have read the doctrine of fascism by uh, Mussolini and Giovanni Gentile, it's basically the merging of corporate and state. Mm -hmm. So this is why this whole, hey, private company stuff, and I'm, I'm an, an, an anarcho-capitalist, so I'm all about the privatization, but when you have a government agency mm -hmm. trying to pimp that private agency to do their own bidding, that's not privatization, that's not capitalism, mm -hmm. that's more accurately putting it fascism. Yeah. And we even saw last year with Saki coming out in public and saying, hey, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. you better, you know, you better take away all that misinformation or whatever mm -hmm. when it comes to COVID. So you're literally seeing the state collide with these corporations. I mean, we're not even in a democracy. I got like a corporatocracy yeah. um, at this point. Yeah. And that question definitely drew him off sides. I don't think Mark is expecting that. But I think Joe should have even gone harder on him. Mm -hmm. But come on, you know, Zuckerberg knew that 
they definitely briefed him that Hunter Biden information. He's trying to say, oh, something similar. So that's why, you know, but his, his I, I answer. Think Sarah sent him and how, like, it's weird how he said it to Joe Rogan out of all, because uh, uh, something that serious yeah, like you would, would be done, like, one-on-one CBS interview. Yeah. Like, yeah. something like, like that. But, but it would have been worse. It's just like, odd how it came no out. It was comment. weird. Like, I was like, why did he just yeah. admit this <laughs> on a, to Joe Rogan yeah. on, a, like, the biggest podcast And saying it almost like it was like, yeah, you know, yeah, the FBI, you know, censor, censor, well, Joe right. gave yeah. him a pot brownie, so he was so high. Elon Musk. So, so I want to I want to throw uh, one more story in here because as we're talking about the Hunter Biden laptop, you may remember uh, another Biden who had a piece of information stolen from them. Well, they say stolen from them. That was Ashley Biden, daughter of Joe Biden. And uh, there was the diary, the infamous diary with the weird entry, uh, which, by the way, says, I remember having sex with friends at a young age, showers with my dad. And in parentheses, it says, Probably not appropriate. Oh okay, so this is what the entry said, and of course, this again, this this is this is conspiracy theory land. This is Russia collusion. This is all all of the things that they call everything, uh, you know. And turns out that actually two people now uh, pled guilty to stealing Ashley Biden's diary and selling it to Project Veritas for forty thousand dollars. Now. Let me give you the uh, the facts on this case. Uh, in September 2020, um, one of these people moved into a Delray Beach, Florida home where the daughter of now President Joe Biden, Ashley Biden, had recently lived and temporarily stored some some personal belongings. And uh, she basically just left it there. <laughs> like She abandoned the diary and now they're saying that they stole it. They pled guilty. This is an actual thing that happened. Wow. I would ask why is nobody talking about it, but I guess I know the answer, which is then they would have to uh, admit that showers with my dad, probably not appropriate, <laughs> is being said about the president of the United States, who, by the way, also sits children. Yeah, well, uh, let me just tell you something. As a person that writes in his diary every day, whatever you write in a diary is 100% factual. So I, I do believe that whatever she wrote is true, and I think she wanted it to be found. That's why you leave it. The that, with the laptop, too, right? It's yeah. like, why are Joe Biden's two children who both, you know, drug addicted, like, apparently had some problems. Why are they both leaving these things for people to find? Well, they want to blow the whistle, but they're too afraid to do it. So they're just saying it's an accident. And now, you know, you look at, at Joe Biden. I think he picked a reporter today and then they immediately shut down the uh, press conference that he was oh, doing, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, which is kind of unusual. So Joe Biden doesn't even he's, he doesn't even know left, right, up or down. So I think that's why they're kind of like leaking this stuff, doing the laptop. They probably feel guilty and they want to get this information out of, out there. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Do you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually think the bigger story here is that they're trying to make it a crime to do journalism. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to do is saying, hey, if you guys, I mean, them literally right. just publishing, doc I mean, Project Veritas is doing journalism. They're just publishing yeah. documents, right? You know, same thing with Julian Assange. So anytime you they do something like their this, homes. That, yeah, those, yeah. so what, I, what I'm thinking is they're trying to make it a crime and almost sending a message to Project Veritas to say, hey, don't step too close. Or we're and I mean, James O'Keefe has already been come. You know, well, and yeah. and I want to make this point. If she left it in a, in a mutual house, that's yeah. not necessarily stealing. Well, that, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you left it and abandoned it, like, who whose fault is that? I don't think that Yours. that's... That, yeah, I don't, I don't know that <laughs> I would call that theft either. Yeah. Eric, last word on Look, this. Look, uh, like I said, it's it, this criminal sort of activity by way of the federal government is something that runs deep. It's something that this family, be it through Biden or whoever you want to pick and choose, man, or any of these kind of establishment hacks, they've been involved in this bullcrap forever. You don't go into something like a public office coming out as rich as these guys have come out without doing some grimy, grimy, mm -hmm. dirty, mm -hmm. dirty stuff. Mm -hmm. And we know that, and I know we like to pretend like these guys are wholesome, just want to do right by their people, but there's nothing attractive 
negative about uh, public office that allows them to even do that, to make a change per se that would be any positive. They can get in and where they fit in mm -hmm. and uh, certainly line their own pockets. So when you do stuff like that, of course, there's a lot of grimy, grimy crap that happens. I wouldn't put it past them that something criminal that Biden was involved in had something to do with his uh, daughter. And I hate to hear stuff like that, but it's not like we're ever going to we're ever going to know if we see something like a diary that has something that kind of inappropriate. Anybody, you know, certainly if it happened to any anybody else, it'd be like, oh, we're looking into it. We're going to yeah. send everybody uh, to investigate this problem. And it's been none of that. What they're trying to unfortunately emphasize is how this was in, obtained mm -hmm. and not even really mm -hmm. looking into what the content actually says. Yeah. I mean, and to, to your point, I know we got to go to a break, but to your point, just think of I think back on how they treated Brett Kavanaugh based mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. completely unfounded <laughs> accusations that couldn't be backed up. And also Donald Trump. Uh, when CNN paraded around women who were accusing him of sexual misconduct, but again, couldn't back any of it up. Just just refresh yourself on yeah, those. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bank on Yourself. So uh, everyone kind of dreads looking at their 401k uh, and their IRAs right now because their account balance keeps dwindling lower and lower. Uh, you may think that there is nowhere you can hide and it's going to affect you, all of this recession and inflation. That is not true. The truth is you can build a financial bunker that will grow and protect your money during even the worst economic times. The Bank on Yourself retirement plan alternative is going to let you escape all of this financial carnage. And by the way, I'd like to point out it has never had a losing year in over 160 years. I would call that a really good track record. So uh, now is the time to bypass Wall Street and bank on yourself. They are going to let you reach your financial goals and dreams without taking any unnecessary risks. This is also going to let you take a tax-free retirement income. Uh, and unlike, a, you know, the government controls the, the, your 401ks, your IRAs, all of those types of things. You're going to control the money in your plan, not the government. Uh, I talked to, the, to these folks because I'm like, how, how? How? How are you doing this? How do you have such a winning record? How, how are you getting this? Um, you got to let them explain it to you guys. You're going you're gonna to be like, I can't believe I've not thought of this. You gotta go to bankonyourself.com slash matters. You can get a free report with all of the details of how they can help you take back control of your money over at bankonyourself.com slash matters. Yesterday, uh, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who was just a peach, said uh, that uh, students 12 and older must show proof of vaccination against COVID within the first 20 days of the new school year uh, to continue. So here's the deal. It's to continue learning in person at both public and private schools. But you so you may be thinking, well, they're going to give them virtual learning so that the unvaccinated children can't, you know, spread this very deadly virus to children. Oh, I'm just kidding. It's not actually deadly to children. It's just uh, all about power and control. But and we can say that on YouTube now, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, that is true. I, I don't trust the terms of service. Of those <laughs> so so she admitted uh, that um, they can go they can go to school, but they need to get their vaccinations. Their families will be alerted as to the dates. We are not offering remote learning for children and families will need to comply with what is necessary to come to school. Just a reminder here that uh, like 40 percent of black children ages 12 to 17 are not fully vaccinated in D.C. So uh, <laughs> those black kids can kiss their education goodbye unless their parents decide to give them a job that is not effective in preventing the transmission of COVID. Also, uh, the virus itself does not actually affect children. 
Did I say, did I say that in a YouTube-friendly way? I think, that, no, I think that's good. I mean, I, I, yeah. I've said it a million times. <laughs> I'm, I'm the back-to-back strike champ uh, on YouTube, so you know it works out for well, me. Well, maybe we'll have you call them when yeah, I, I can hit them up. I'll the make whole a, channel make, because a, of Make a couple me. calls. Yeah, yeah, we'll make it happen. But no, nah, this, this heifer here, man, is, uh, is something else. Think about that. You know, it's not just public education. Private. She's talking about private institutions yeah. as well. The this fact is that, huge. that this woman has the, the power to even do that to yeah. me is like, what the hell are y'all doing? It's DC though, you know, right. it's a crap hole, so I kinda gotta give them leeway. Like, well y'all kinda y'all kinda <laughs> brought this upon um yourself. But doesn't change the fact that there are gonna be people that go without in terms of their education. Uh, I would make the in the public sense I would make it's probably gonna be a net positive for them because I don't know if you wanna go learn with those crackheads over yeah, there no, in DC. No kidding. Anyway, yeah. um, so it might be a net positive for them to not be uh, be there. But let's just the sentiment is, hey, you're not worth even uh, uh, unless it's homeschool, I guess, unless they make that illegal too. But we probably will. Don't but, give them any ideas. That's true. There. I probably <laughs> shouldn't have did that. I probably should have did that. But seriously, like the fact they're even going after private education, basically mm-hmm. saying it's just not mm-hmm. going to be offered. You're not going to be allowed to your your child to, allowed to learn unless. You go get this jab. That is extortion by any any semblance of the actual definition mm-hmm. um, of it. And look, man, your your beloved founders went to went to war for a lot less. I'm just gonna lot, say that. Yeah, yeah, a lot less. Um, it does seem uh, absurd that it's like. Are she, is she trying to red pill the black community? Yeah. <laughs> this is my Maybe. favorite story because you have a black mayor <laughs> stopping black kids from, <laughs> from going, going to, to school. school. <laughs> and this only impacts the working class uh, kids. So now you're going to leave them out of an education. Mm-hmm. What's, it, what's interesting is, you know, my, I'm coming from the, my home state of California, you know, Gav, good old Gavin Newsom. <laughs> he actually had to walk back a vaccine mandate because uh, a lot of Latinos uh-huh. and black parents got together and said, nope, L.A. Uh-huh. County said, nope, we're not doing it. And then Newsom has had to be like, all right, I guess we don't have to do yeah. it. Right. So hopefully we see those parents here unite but this is a it's racist i mean <laughs> no it's not <laughs> what would they say to a, a white mayor who did this yeah. well listen myocarditis is not that big a deal uh, that's <laughs> all i'm gonna say dr you know? peter mccullough says otherwise well cool. you know dr stein says otherwise so uh, i'll just put it this way mayor bowser is also the same mayor that freaked out when like one busload of immigrants uh, mm-hmm. came up there and said yeah. you know it's a federal disaster so you know, she's not the smartest or sharpest tool in the shed, and uh, I think they want these kids actually to be far behind. I don't know why, but I think they want them to be. You know, uh, they're going to be they're going to be dependent on social services because they cannot survive in society, and that's what they want. No middle class. They want you to be ultra poor and to uh, you know suck on the government's teat, as I say. Well, they also, I think, uh, want. They don't want your kids safe. They want you to be punished for not complying. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, right. it. That's, that's, all, that's all, all this is. Ultimately, boils down to. It was it the you that tweeted out otherwise. the Rockefeller manual is that they want kids just to basically be, you know, slaves? Uh-huh. You know, and this is this kind of, you know, if you won't get the vaccine, then you probably won't sit at your desk all day and do your job. So it's just like. It's exactly the next step, the domino. If you won't do the vaccine, then you won't comply with everything else. So it's all about compliance, not about health and safety. And then why are we forcing these kids to get the jab? Here in the southern border, we're we're letting in, as if we're speaking right now, thousands of migrants unvaccinated into the country and will be released. Right, right. And and Novak Djokovic can't come here and play tennis. He can't come, but but if you're a Ukrainian refugee, you don't need a vaccine. No, Novak, if you're listening to this, bro, get to Mexico, get to Mexico, and cross into (laughs) Arizona, I'll pick you up, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's wild. She has the perfect last name, Bow. Yeah. So, so talking about the va- the vaccine uh, this morning, Moderna sued. 
Pfizer and BioNTech over the COVID vaccine. They said that uh, Pfizer and BioNTech infringed on patents filed between uh, 2010 and 2016 that covered its mRNA technology and that they copied its full-length spike protein formulation for a coronavirus, which Moderna had created years before (laughs) COVID-19 emerged. Um, All these companies, every last one of these uh, pharmaceutical companies have abused uh, what is known as these IP laws historically. So this is very rich that now they're kind of stepping on each other's toes. But if you wonder why certain medicine in this country is as expensive as it is, you could point to this practice exactly in terms of what they're doing. Now, often they don't step on each other's toes, but you get these companies that basically buy what the IP laws effectively a, a monopoly. They get to monopolize mm-hmm. yeah. a pro- even if someone's willing to create it and do it for cheaper, you basically have monopolized this sort of idea mm-hmm. is uh, how these guys operate. And yes, and I say this, I know it's going to be people that change. Well, you're a musician. What about? No, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like they, the fact that they're able to do that is why we have the, the pharmaceutical company as enriched as they absolutely are. It's not because the market demanded so it's because they have been able to use a wield basically IP law in this country to monopolize certain products and then charge whatever the hell else they want to. So it's hilarious that they would even do that. But I say let them fight. All of them oh, are criminals. Yeah, so I was going to say, yeah. I'm just rooting for injuries. Yeah, let, let them do what they do. I hope they, I hope they bankrupt each other. Yeah. yeah but, but Fauci told me it was all about saving lives. That's true. And that's the sad thing is that healthcare is nothing about health. It's all no. about profits. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the upside down world we currently live in. It's it's actually, it's worse than that because it's not just not about health. It's a, it's the exact opposite. It's yeah. about making you sicker so that you take more medicine that they can profit from. It's really sick. Uh, see what I did there. Uh, we got to take a quick break, but first we want to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN. Uh, look, it, you got to, if you're a parent especially, you've got to make sure to look into ExpressVPN. Put it on all of your kids' devices. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't let your kid walk home from school without telling them not to talk to strangers or, you know, get, get into any vans with a guy like, I've got some candy in here for you, child. So it's the same thing when you let them venture out online. Don't let them go online without using ExpressVPN. Uh, every device has an IP address, and you got to make sure that you are encrypting it. Um, I mean, who knows what kind of creep could physically track down your kids using their IP address. This can happen. All right, ExpressVPN is going to hide your real IP address and replace it with a dummy one, uh, keeping you safe and private. It's very, very easy to use. You can put it on all your devices, uh, tap one button, turn it on, and you are protected. You got to secure your family's online activity and unlock tons of new shows by visiting expressvpn.com slash why. If you use my link, you can get three extra months for free when you go to expressvpn.com slash why. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash why. Miami, Florida is holding a gun buyback, but they're doing it for Ukraine, okay? Uh, The city's website says, the city of Miami has set up a voluntary gun buyback program to assist in providing safety and defense equipment to Ukraine. Your donations will be used to assist the Ukraine support efforts. Receive a gift card starting at $50, wow, 50 whole dollars Mm -hmm. for an old, unused, or found weapons. No questions asked. Don't worry if you have that illegally. Wink, wink. Just turn it into us, and uh, you know that's the first step in taking away all of your gun rights. Do your part to make our streets safer. It also says, by the way, that you can receive 
$150 Visa gift card if you turn over what they call a high-powered assault rifle, uh, so AR-15, AK-47, and you can get $100 whole dollars for a shotgun or regular rifle. Um, I got to tell you, I don't think that any of my ARs that I absolutely lost in a boating accident, it was very tragic, <laughs> I don't think that I paid $150 for them. In fact, I think it was quite a bit more. Yeah, so they want you to get ripped off uh, <laughs> with taxpayer dollars, which is hilarious. If we're not getting ripped off. They're going to the Ukraine, so we're benefiting. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So, somehow we're benefiting uh, as they allow then, I guess, give it to their own citizens out there so they can fight uh, war. That's not at all hypocritical at all, because um, and, and, considering that they're trying to take our weapons away. But this is hilarious. I know people that kind of end up, you know, doing 3D printing and making fake guns to get free money, uh, basically, is what it amounts to. Oh, there's a lot funny. of folks that do, uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't do think that. that. Yeah, there's a lot of people do do that type of stuff, but it doesn't actually help when you look at it in the long run, because it ain't like they spending their money, yeah. right. that they giving it to right. you, you know what right. I mean? It's not, they, they don't got no money, you know what I mean? They're, they're uh, getting it out of thin air, or they're, again, just stealing it from the citizens that they that certainly around, but yeah. You're not getting any. That's a ripoff. 150 bucks for my AR-15? Nah, nah. Well, I don't know if you can, you know, Michael Scott said it best. I don't know if you can put a price value on a $150 gift certificate. You know, I don't know if that, you know, it's priceless, especially from the government. So, you know, it might be worth the trade. Don't I mean, do it. Don't take Alex's advice. Don't I don't do know. It. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it seems priceless. I mean, if it's from the government, that's like memorabilia. But on, on a serious note, Miami is a hellhole as well. So that place is, you know, really not doing well. And uh, Florida is a conservative place. But Miami, you know, uh, they probably need more guns in Miami to protect yourself, <laughs> in my opinion. So hey, do not, just, yeah, do not give your gun away. They just flipped their school board, though. I know. They have, they've gotten more conservative. They have. And I think the mayor is more. But I'm just saying, it's, you know, Miami's, you know, the cocaine cowboys. It's always been kind of a wild place. You might want to be stay strapped if I was living in Miami. <laughs> yeah. I just love this idea of these, like, boomers who haven't touched the pistol in, like, over 10 years, turning them in, and then it's actually going to be used in Ukraine against a, a Russian missile. I mean, <laughs> well, CBS did a report and said even, uh, not like, 30% of the weapons, of the, yeah. of the billions of dollars even go to the front lines. Yeah. These well, other, other cities and it's police departments have done the yeah. same thing, and they yeah. actually have come out after and said, um... They actually, these can't even be used for war, and we don't even know how to deliver them to Ukraine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, virtue yeah. What did you, UPS uh, shotgun. What did you guys think of, talking about Ukraine, um, I saw a tweet from Governor Abbott here in Texas that he tweeted out that, like, they put Ukraine flags at the at the state, at the governor's mansion, mm -hmm. at the state, yeah, at in the governor's Austin. mansion, uh, to show support for Ukraine. And I was just like, are you... <laughs> Effing kidding me. No, it's, I, like, look, it's I, Abbott, man. Keep that swear jar closed because I didn't say it. It's Abbott. Man. I could say a whole lot of things about that guy that probably aren't appropriate for this show. Well, I, let's say this. I'm happy that he's more worried about the border between Russia and Ukraine than Texas because that needs all of our attention. That is the most important border, the, that border between Russia and Ukraine. So thank you, Governor Abbott, for caring about the Ukrainian citizens. And there's a lot of beautiful Ukrainian women that I would like to come over to America. So I really appreciate that, Abbott. I mean, just doing that, too, just shows that it's like you support an active proxy war like Abbott's smarter than that he knows that um, but the whole Dallas has a lot of Ukrainian vibes man and you know just driving around there's flags everywhere it's the so whole thing wild. so it's yeah so it's so uh, interesting here man it is so wild and by the way I do I mean I'm gonna give Greg Abbott some some uh, jabs from time to time but 
I mean, definitely vote for him if you're in Texas yes. because the alternative is not, uh, it's much, much worse, obviously, with uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke and Alex and I know this personally. And they're going to change the Texas flag to the Ukrainian flag. If yeah, oh, yeah. yeah and, so. if, and if you're concerned about the open borders now, oh boy, just <laughs> wait until uh, he would get in charge and at the helm of things. Uh, I want to cover really quickly, uh, after the Supreme Court ruled the law this, this last term, if you guys remember, new, the New York uh, gun issue with the Supreme Court. They ruled that the law concerning concealed carry permits in New York was unconstitutional. The state has now enacted new licensing standards. So the key change in New York's law was eliminating the proper cause standard uh, concealed carry. <laughs> it's so bizarre to me that this was actual, actually a thing. The concealed carry applicants had to prove in order to receive the permit. Uh, and so if an applicant couldn't demonstrate a special need for self-protection, mm. distinguishable from that of the general community, they couldn't qualify for a license. It's so hard for me to wrap my brain around New York's crazy gun laws because, I mean, here in Texas, it's like, wait, that's what, like, you're, it's just the Second Amendment. Like, right. that's, you don't, you don't need a, it doesn't say you need to demonstrate a special need and this only applies to people who have a need distinguishable from that of the general community. Like none, none of that is a thing. It's so weird to me, but uh, they adopted a new rule governing concealed carry permits. And uh, besides eliminating that particular proper proper cause uh, language, they also require applicants to include four character references and a list of social media accounts they have oh used in the last God. few years. Here we go. They're going That's to have terrible. to sit for an in-person in interview and undergo a firearms Could you imagine Alex course. doing that? And yeah. saying, Sir, what do you mean by big booty Latino? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be toast. You know, they might shoot me. You know? yeah. They're not going to let me have a gun. No. Uh, I, it's insane, like, it, so it makes you like... This, they're just blatantly like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. We're, we're going well, to do mean, unconstitutional Look, when a government certainly anyway. doesn't fear its, its citizens, I mean, considering where they're at, they, yeah. they have no, they, they do blatant stuff like this. Like, basically, you're effectively having to ask for permission to be able to protect um, yourself. And I go back to what I just said. Like, the found, your beloved founders went to war for a whole lot, a whole lot less. It took just a little slight little tax. Mm -hmm. That did it for them. Mm -hmm. And you have these little tyrants going around uh, doing exactly what they're doing to the point to where they're saying, hey, in order for you to protect yourself, you got to ask us. And we'll, we'll make the decision. You know what I mean? <laughs> it will, it might, it's probably going to be no, but at least you get to ask us. <laughs> like, imagine being that cocky to where you place such a rule on millions of people, that's just, to me, insane, man. Well, yeah. And, and you got to talk about this. You know, Chicago, where guns are basically outlawed, has the worst gun violence. So, right. And then they also have a similar bail reform system to what is happening in New York. So they're gonna, no citizens are going to have a gun, but I guarantee the criminals and the cops will have guns. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's just you need a gun to protect yourself, whether you're in Miami, New York, Texas, Dallas. It doesn't matter. I believe the more guns we have, uh, the safer you are. And uh, don't be condoned. They, they under, New York understood the assignment. They just don't care. They just don't care at all. They're going to do it anyway. Uh, all right, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. That's my thing. It's like, you, you read this and you're like, wait, they not get it? And you're like, Libs of TikTok uh, obtained exclusive audio of a phone call with Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. that confirms that uh, they do perform gender-affirming hysterectomies on minors. Listen. Hi, I was calling um, because I'm looking for information about the gender-affirming hysterectomies that you guys offer. Am I in the right place? Um, okay. Yes. Um, 
this is the clinic did you want to make an appointment so i was just wondering i've i've contacted quite a few hospitals already um it seems like it's difficult to find one that does the operation um for my 16 year old and i was told that you guys do do that um so if you do it for 16 year olds then yes i'd love to schedule um an appointment a consultation whatever you need if, if you don't mind me asking um what is your child gender changing to so i can point you to the right direction yeah well he transitioned to a male you know he already had the top surgery um and now we're looking for the hysterectomy okay beautiful so i'm gonna transfer you to the gyn nurse line one of the nurses will give you a call to give you more information and to let you know the steps and the protocol that they do for that okay okay so so they do so they would do it um for at the, for that age yes wonderful wonderful that's great uh, as Alex said earlier, healthcare is not, in fact, healthcare. It's quite the opposite. Um, that applies here as well. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to avoid pissing off edit. That was <laughs> eerie, very I'm, eerie. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to. I think a way to stop illegal immigration, guys, is show all the immigrants that video. Like, this is what, this is what you're coming into in our country, dude. This is what's going on in our country. That's a country. great point. Yeah, like, Hispanic, that's part of the reason that the Hispanic community, it's like they're, they're yeah. polling with the Hispanics so low because they're like, we're not going to do this crap to our yeah. kids. You guys are psycho. Yeah, I mean, I, and I imagine that surgery is pretty expensive, but why would you even need to give a child a hysterectomy? I mean, it's just, uh, it's really, it's demonic. It's satanic. Now, you just heard, you heard that phone call. You heard it right there. And you could tell that the, the hospital worker, it felt like she approached the conversation with a little bit of, like, hesitation yeah. of whether or not she mm -hmm. should admit it and then was convinced somewhere along the way. Well, they said on Twitter, the hospital itself, Children's National Hospital said that they do not perform gender-affirming surgery for anyone under the age of 18. It's just that they just admitted that they did, so. Uh, somebody's doing it, and the fact that it's it's talked about in this country so just effortlessly, and yeah. like people aren't ready to burn knuckle box over this, is just goes to show how far we've certainly come. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen some of these gruesome pictures, man, of these youngsters getting these top surgeries, and it's like, <sighs> You know, this is irreversible damage that they're doing that they're doing to these uh, youngsters, even if they are, you know, teenagers. You know, just extremely young uh, kids, and they think that that's okay. And now we've lived in this world where everybody's being gaslit to make mm -hmm. it seem like you're the crazy one for mm -hmm. saying, okay, yeah, this is not okay. If you are an adult, I might think it's as goofy as uh, get out that you want to do something like that, but you're an adult. If we can't even agree, like, right, that, I feel like that should be universal, shouldn't be up for dispute. That probably children having this irreversible damage done to them is not okay, right? You think that we could at least agree to that, but it's such a bizarre sort of world that we're in where now that's under question and you're like, oh, you're, you're a bigot for Mm -hmm. not affirming your gender, the gender of your child, which is what? They're also arguing at the same exact time that 18-year-olds who take out student loans aren't mature enough to understand like mm -hmm. the financial <laughs> risks and like we have to pay, pay it back for them now because they can't understand that. But a 16-year-old should have a hysterectomy. Like it, 
What? Well, to your point, though, how you said earlier how healthcare is not about health. You know, uh, I was just watching the Stephen Crowder, uh, one of his, uh, changed my mind, and they pulled up the stat. It's like point zero 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 one six percent of children are born intersex, right? Mm-hmm. With, with, you know, mm-hmm. either both uh, genitals or some sort of genital mu- mutation. So the hospitals have had these procedures since... You know, they've always been able to do this to children for that reason. But now they've used that into doing it for 16-year-olds. And they've just extrapolated it to young adults that are confused and have gender dysphoria. So that's why it's really evil. I get the small 1.000 application of it. And now they're applying it to just young kids that are confused. And that's the evil part of it. You know, they talked about... top surgery, which I think is absurd. Let's call it what it is. They're chopping their breasts off. Yes. Um, the most grotesque part about that in itself is that these people are so mentally ill that they do that and they're so proud of it that they take a picture and post it all over social media as if it's something that's like awesome to look at and it just makes me like I'm like I want to vomit and I can't tell if I want to vomit more because it it just looks horrible or if I want to vomit because this person like is is that proud of what they just did to themselves they want to show other people like it's to, to me, it's sad because it's like the, the kids are being used as like virtual signal points for yes. the parents' social media. Yes. And we saw that a lot with like the, you know, with the whole jab of kids like crying mm-hmm. not wanting, but the, the mom like, I got it. And I see a bunch of these these videos from like Libs of TikTok where these parents are like, oh, well, my son is a is a girl and we can't wait to turn. It's like, you're just using your own kids like for political points and likes. Like that to me is like the most disgusting thing. And if you do go through with that surgery, you just mess up your own kids' mental health for the rest mm-hmm. of their life and their identity. There's a famous story, I highly encourage the audience to look at it. There was a Salvadoran mother in, in Florida. You know, she puts her daughter in public school. The school convinces her that she could get a sex change, she could be a boy. Does the, the surgery is in, you know, ends up killing her, killing, mm-hmm. killing herself because it just me- it's messed it up. And that's what's happening all over the country. But this, that, that, that to me is the worst, how these kids are being used for it. Which is why I would advocate, uh, hear me out here, this is going <laughs> to sound a little extreme, okay? This is clear child abuse, right? Oh, and I would be. say that this is the worst kind of child abuse because the person, the people who are supposed to be the ones to protect you are pushing you into this and allowing it and enabling it to happen. And it's even worse than physical abuse because you get, like, you it, they're not hitting you forever, right? Like, you're not getting beat up forever. You can move on. This is setting them up for a lifetime of mental health issues. This is a lifetime of emotional and mental abuse that your parents actually did on purpose to you, which is why I'm a very strong advocate for uh, like just public execution, uh, death penalty for any parent who does that. I don't know if you can say that. Yeah, I don't think you can say that. We're anti-public execution. Yeah, we don't like that. (laughs) In Minecraft, in Call of Duty. She's talking about that in Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, not in real life. She wants public execution in a video game. No, uh, uh, death penalty. In a video game. That's how you say in a video, video game, video not game. in video real life. Yeah, just, yeah, you're talking about the context of a video game. Oh, I'm sorry, but Alex is the one. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to. We can't, we can't go on violence. Can't we just all get along? Sarah, that's how you knew you went way too extreme. Alex yeah. that is the voice of reason. Alex, now. it's state-sanctioned violence. I'm told that that's okay. Uh, the death no. penalty exists. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, you know, in a way, I'm almost kind of anti-death penalty because if they've convicted, if they've uh, murdered one person wrongly, which they have through DNA evidence, I don't think they really should have death penalty overall. I, well, I would just say um, that I would I would want them in life. I know we got to take a break. I would want them in life uh, life in prison, but then they're, I'm just paying it in my tax dollars to keep them in prison for life when really they're no benefit to society and should be eliminated. They make license plates in prison, so they're a little benefit. Yeah, <laughs> we, we all gotta, need license we plates. We got to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like yeah, that, that was too extreme for you? Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't want you to kick Jorge, we're always glad whenever you can make it and join us and, and sit at the table in between your trips to the border. Tell everyone uh, one more time where they can find your documentary. Yeah, everyone go on narcofornia.com. If you have trouble finding it, just go on dailycaller.com. It'll lead you right there. And there's a trailer and everything to send it to family and friends. Great documentary. And um, I think people will be highly educated on what's going on. Awesome. And then Eric is, of course, he is releasing a whole series of, you know, comic books and, and comic related things. Been working very hard on it. Eric, tell them where they can uh, support you. Yeah, Ruperverse.com. You can pre-order uh, ISOM, issue number one. That'll be our first book. Uh, we'll be starting shipments, actually, in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. We should be. So, uh, yeah. And Eric is making sure that um, his don't include any uh, spider women who are in wheelchairs. Yes, no, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no paraplegic spider, spider women. Yeah. And I'm, I'll be in spider Omaha, Nebraska oh this Saturday. If you guys want to come see Primetime 99 Live, follow my social media. You'll see the link to tickets. We're going to go insane for the Ukraine. <laughs> what if they don't want to go insane for the Ukraine? Well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.